Hi, welcome back to My Daily Briefing. This is Gwen Diaz, and I hope you're enjoying the podcast and discovering that the Bible really does make sense when its stories are told in chronological order. Here's Ed with our next episode. Hi, this is Ed. Let's go right to episode 223, titled Acceptance Followed by Rejection. You can find these events in John 4 and Luke 4. Jesus left Samaria and continued his journey into Galilee. His first stop was in Cana, where he had turned water into wine at the wedding. The people were excited that he had returned. Many of them had heard about this miracle, as well as the amazing things he had done in Jerusalem during the Passover feast. One of the people who was aware of Jesus' supernatural power was a royal official who was stationed in Capernaum, about 17 miles away from Cana. This man's son was extremely sick. So he hurried to Cana and pleaded with Jesus to come and heal his son before he died. Jesus responded rather bluntly, You are probably like so many others. Unless you see a miracle, you will not believe, he said. Then testing the official, he added this, You may go, your son will live. Without seeing the results, this Gentile man, who probably did not know much about the Messiah, trusted in Jesus. He headed back to his home. And while he was on the way, his servants met him with great news. His son was alive and doing well. What time did he get better, the official asked. The fever left him yesterday at one o'clock in the afternoon, they replied. And the father knew that this was exactly the same time that Jesus had said that his son was healed. The man's entire household put their trust in Jesus as their Messiah. And news of this miracle spread rapidly. After spending some time in Cana, Jesus went to Nazareth, where he had grown up. On the Sabbath, he went to the synagogue, as he normally did. As a visiting rabbi, he was expected to read the scriptures that week and comment on it. He was handed the scroll of Isaiah. As all rabbis did, he stood up to read it. The passage he chose was from Isaiah 61. It was about the coming Messiah. It said this, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me, because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and to proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then Jesus stopped in the middle of the sentence. He rolled up the scroll and handed it to the attendant. Then he sat down to teach. All the eyes in the synagogue were on him. As he spoke, he began by saying this, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. Well, everyone knew that this passage referred to the Messiah. At first, they seemed excited to hear what Jesus had to say. They were amazed by his gracious words. Then they asked, Isn't this Joseph's son who grew up in our town? But Jesus knew what was really in their hearts. He said this, I know that you have heard about the miracle I did for the Gentile official from Capernaum, and I know that you want me to do miracles for you as well. But the saying is true. A prophet is honored everywhere except in his own town. You have heard about the famine during the time of Elijah. There were many widows in Israel, yet God sent Elijah to take care of a widow in a Gentile country. And during the time of Elisha, there were many Jewish people with leprosy, but God only healed a military leader from Syria. Jesus was pointing out that miracles are based on belief, not on nationality or familiarity. He knew that the people in his hometown did not really believe that he was the Messiah. His assessment of their motives and his refusal to perform miracles made them furious. They grabbed him and led him out of town, intending to throw him off of a cliff. 
but miraculously Jesus escaped. Think about it. Does your faith waver depending on whether or not God comes through for you the way you want Him to? Do you trust Him regardless of how God might choose to answer your specific requests? True faith has no strings attached. In 1 Peter 1 verse 8, Peter talks about the joy that comes as a result of this unconditional belief. Though you have not seen Him, you love Him. And even though you do not see Him now, you believe in Him and are filled with an inexpressible and glorious joy. For you are receiving the end result of your faith, the salvation of your souls. Now go with joy today. Mm -hmm.